Mana 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 this is social discasting welcome to social discasting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest is a comedy writer producer and performer who's worked on many funny things including but not limited to big mouth smile harley quinn medical police and brooklyn 99 and is an absolute elite writer of tweets please welcome jess dweck welcome hey uh nice to be here um a minor thing, the show's Smilf, not Smile, but that's okay. Did I really say Smile? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, l- let's be honest, that's a better title, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, fair- I wrote it down wrong. Yeah, you know, when I write these intros, I do a Passover, and I'm like, oh, that's good. And I guess sometimes it slips to the cracks, and I am just a veritable Ron Burgundy. No, no, it's fine. Also, I wouldn't call myself a performer uh, for, for many years now, so. Okay, uh, fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not for lack of trying, so. Fair enough. Regardless of my fluffs, I guess that's a word. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. No, I mean, it, we literally just met two minutes ago, two seconds ago. So yeah, I I, I, and I know nothing about you. So I, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm always bad about that. I always forget to do that. And it really doesn't help the already factor of, oh, it's two strangers talking to each other in a recorded format. So yeah, maybe I could at least introduce myself. That would probably be a smarter thing. I mean, the pandemic has put me in a mood where I'd even go on like chat roulette. So just hearing someone <laughs> just named Brandon say, want to talk for a half hour? I'm like, okay, what else am I doing? So. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. As much as I'm not one to boast, I will say this. It's going to be better than chat roulette. I'll tell you that much. So enjoy that bottom of the basement promise. I appreciate there's no video. I feel like that's (laughs) the last thing I I need at the end of the day. Oh, that's fair. Even after doing this this podcast and talking to so many disembodied voices, man, it's going to take me some time to adjust to making eye contact when talking to people. Like, I don't know that I was ever the best at it to begin with, but I am 100% out of practice. Yeah, that is, I mean, I'm sure we all have this anxiety, but it is a huge fear of mine. I feel like I just generally I'm not great at talking, not very articulate. And I feel like uh, the last several years sort of being in uh, writer's rooms and stuff and, and uh, briefly for a couple of years podcasting, I feel like I really stretched that muscle. And then the last year, I've just reverted back to my natural sort of, I don't know, awkward self. And so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But that's everyone, I guess. So I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think I think at a certain point when all of like incidental running into people is off the table or just being more in some kind of like a more overt social circle, you kind of talk to the people you talk to and it just happens and you kind of revert to talking on some level as much as you need to. I'm definitely out of social practice and I don't know when it's going to come back. Yeah, I don't know how to do small talk. Uh, (laughs) Well, I really, I feel like I find myself saying conversations, well, that's all i've got to say like i nothing (laughs) nothing new is happening that's all i got yeah all tapped out i know exactly what you mean just as a a way to open this thing up the uh easy to ask difficult to answer and frankly unfair question but uh how are you um you know i'm fine i guess uh i feel like like a lot of people you know the mood has gone in waves over the last now year um and right now i'm feeling feeling okay um not amazing not terrible um just fine you know just uh doing the same stupid little things every day and that's about it 
do you find yourself or consider yourself to be like kind of a routine based person or is that something you're kind of falling into during all this uh yeah no not at all i like to uh switch it up and it's very hard to do that here especially in uh los angeles i just feel like there's not i don't know it there's not that there's anything to do anywhere, but I was actually in New York for several months last year, and it was easier to sort of like leave your apartment and go have like an interesting day yeah. uh, in a way that you can't really do here. Like I truly just like go on a walk or two. I'm Zooming in the middle of the day, and then I, you know, get food delivery and watch TV, and that's just like the whole day. And like even meeting people outside, I feel like I mean, maybe I'm just a loser, but like, I feel like that stopped a while ago. Like, I just barely, I mean, I occasionally go on walks with people, but I really barely see anyone or hang out with anyone here. Um, and when I was in New York, it was a bit like, I was there in the fall and it was uh, just like, I don't know, people were more willing to hang out outside before the weather got terrible. And um, I don't know, again, just like go, like I was going sort of in and out of stores very briefly. Uh, and I just felt like I was more of a human yeah. uh, compared to here but it's I do feel pretty safe here because I, I you know I'm just sort of in my little apartment which I can enter from the outside and um, again I don't see anyone so it's part of that maybe the difference like in terms of having uh, a more accessible or an easier like interesting day in New York versus California or LA is that is part of it like a geography thing with California being so spread out and you yeah, kind of yeah, wander I mean, into things. It's the same reason you could say that in non-pandemic times. Like you just like go on a, a short walk around your neighborhood in New York and you just pass by so many things and so many people and there's so much visual stimuli. Whereas here, like I've truly memorized the license plates of the cars I pass by on my walk. <laughs> like yeah. there's just, there's nothing. But it's good for focusing on, I don't know, work and stuff. Because I'm not, yeah. I feel like when I was in... In New York, I did feel the need to like go out and just like have a day and do something. I like, just like, oh, I need like when I wasn't working, I mean, like I'd have to like I'd go out and be like, oh, I need to try this new food place in some other borough or some other neighborhood. And like, I don't know, I just felt like I had to like, I don't know, have fun and take advantage. Take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just because I, you know, it, it was such a change from being here that I felt like I had to like, I don't know find a way to have fun on my own in a COVID safe way. Like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll bike to that place I normally would have taken the subway to or I'll, I don't know. I imagine the energy of the city too is like infectious and you're, it's kind of like you're more immediately surrounded by all of these things as opposed to like that more spread out, you know, California and you're more beholden to doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was just, it was very over, I would say in terms of stimuli overwhelming in a great way. Um, yeah. and now I'm back to just like, you know, the soul deadening, uh, Los Angeles. So. <laughs> what are some of the things you've been like, are there certain like comfort watches you've been doing to, to help out? Or are you just trying to like watch new things during all this? Um, I've mostly been watching new things. I'm not really like a repeat viewer of things. I would yeah. say there's like a couple movies here and there where like, you know, if I saw they were on or it was, you know, if they were on the front page of Hulu, I might like click on it. But generally, I just watch new things. I do find during this, though, that I um, I already had like, you know, a goldfish's attention span from being on Twitter for like a decade. Yeah. But uh, my brain is so smooth now. But um, <laughs> I, I, you know, the, during this, like I really like can't concentrate on almost anything I watch. And so. 
I feel like friends will be like, oh, check this out. It's really good. And I'll be like, ah, I couldn't really get into it or like, ah, I didn't really like it, but I was just barely paying attention. Um, yeah. There's been things here and there I've loved. Like most recently, I watched Minari. And that was really great. Uh, Nomadland. That was really good. Um, you know, uh, I mean, these are obvious answers. They're like the award movies, but they were very good. But in terms of like the shows that people or movies and shows that people were like, oh, you got to check this out. Like. I don't know, like Bridgerton or uh, God, I can't even remember. Just things that people are like, you gotta watch that. I I would watch yeah. it, and I just like couldn't pay attention to. I just couldn't. It didn't sustain my attention. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to knock that show in particular. It was like it seemed very fun. I just like can't concentrate on. Anything. No, it could have been anything. Yeah, it truly exactly. could have been anything. Yes. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, uh, I have that. I mean, movies and like TV shows. To it can be like really fluctuate my attention span for these things. Like, I can be fine with it and watch it and be into it. And then sometimes I'm, I feel like I, I turn three things on in a row and I'm like, this just isn't going to work for me today, I don't think. And then I just move on. But one thing for me that, like, the entire, the, like, the totality of this last year, I've not been able to read. I've, I've been listening to audiobooks, but read a single book. I can't summon any attention span for it. I don't know. Maybe it just requires so much more. I, but yeah, for that, I, you can't I do j- it. I just started my first book of the pandemic literally last week i'm the same way i couldn't read anything but i i did listen oh i i didn't even finish audiobooks i would start audiobooks and then i've got like five going yeah, yeah i like started like the obama <laughs> one and like i don't know but what's, what's I, the book a, oh god a, a promised some, some i don't even know what what is it <laughs> i'm like gonna <laughs> google it now it's like a memoir it's a memoir obviously okay but uh god, what was promised land i'm gonna get this so wrong well, it didn't come up right. Oh, A Promised Land. Okay, it was A, a Promised, Promised Land. Land. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I started reading a book uh, with my eyes uh, last week called Nothing to See Here, I think it's okay. called, um, by Kevin Wilson. And uh, it's a fun premise, and it's a it's like funny writing and stuff, and it's keeping my attention. Or it was the one day I read like 100 pages. <laughs> Will I yeah. finish? We'll find out. Uh, TBD. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess because of my brain, it's just such a commitment in my head. And it doesn't allow... It's almost like if I'm if I'm going to start reading that book, this is taking every ounce of attention I have to do that. And I guess I feel like it's just not something I'm really ready to dole out. You know, I want to be able to watch a movie while also maybe being able to check my phone at the same time sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I well, So the way I actually started reading this book, it really was like a Herculean effort. Like I, I had a day off Zoom and so I just went to a park to read outside and so i feel like i feel like not being in my apartment made it possible yeah yeah i was just sort of like in a field reading and it was so lovely a full commitment to it like i'm gonna try to get rid of all distractions go out in nature and do it that sounds like a nice day yeah it was was pretty good but i like i feel like uh i feel like i was prepared for you to like ask like oh like what are some things you've watched and liked and i really i just i'm like i don't know i really (laughs) like i (laughs) Uh, you know, I, oh, actually, I I just started watching um that HBO show. It's a sin. Have you heard? Of oh, that? I I started. Okay, this is another attention span thing. Only in this case, I started watching the first twenty minutes of it. Okay, and it's great. And I didn't have the attention I needed to give it, so I stopped watching it. So I could watch it when I had it. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, last night I had the attention I could, and I watched the first three episodes. And it's, I mean, it's like a devastating watch. It's, it's yeah. real. It's really hard, but like, it's so good. And like the the just the um the look of it and the music again, it's like a 
just truly uh you know gut-wrenching subject matter but it's it's a good it's a good show yeah it's very like it's very like lived in for lack of a better word and so well made like it's um it's great like i said 20 minutes but you can tell pretty immediately like oh this is accomplishing everything they want to accomplish it's very good yeah it's a very um sort of uh complete uh fully realized world that you can really sort of like get immersed in um yeah that's good yeah it's the same creator as the original like uk queer as folk right i believe oh i didn't know that yeah i believe that's the case um yeah i need to go i need to return to that one thing that I have been watching, actually, that I had been meaning to, that you actually wrote on, was Harley Quinn. Oh, which is great! It's so it's yeah. so funny. Now streaming on HBO Max. Yeah, absolutely. A long well for the longest for the longest time, it was on some random like DC streaming platform that I didn't even know the name of. So it's nice that it's on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how I saw like, and I did some kind of like free trial on that. It was not easy to find. That original service. So yeah, I'm glad to your point, like it's more accessible to people. But it's first of all, it's very funny. Oh, um, thanks. Like so funny. Were you like a comic book fan before? Like No, younger? not no? at all. Not at all. Um I know very little about comic I mean, I feel like I've I don't know, read things here or there, but I I'm not a comic book person at all. I was not growing up and I think it's just there's such an explosion of comic book shows that like, you know, any working comedy writer in the last several years will end up on one. (laughs) Um, But luckily, I didn't need to know anything about Harley Quinn. I mean, I think I'd watched a little bit of like the original Batman animated series as a kid, like my brother would have it on. And so I saw it that way. But I, um, I was very, uh, I was not very knowledgeable on, on the topic. Everything is so like in the zeitgeist, you can all just absorb some semblance of it without ever having picked up a comic book even right i'm like oh yeah margot robbie dressed like a <laughs> like a naughty nurse that's what it is right like i don't <laughs> i don't know i mean oh, sorry harley quinn is like a doctor right <laughs> yeah but like but yeah but even even i'm like oh she says pudding and i've not read a single thing but like little things you just kind of pick up because it's just so i mean if you're on twitter or the internet it's impossible to ignore yes. so it's all there for sure yeah no I, I definitely knew of harley quinn before before writing on it um but yeah it was a great experience really great funny people uh justin and pat the showrunners were were so great and um they're they're the reason the show was, was so good i just like the fact that like i guess um animated shows or, or maybe the comic book animated shows it feels like there's so much more liberation there like they're allowed to really just go for it i guess especially in a in an r-rated show like that or tvma it feels like just very fully realized it's so funny really really funny oh thanks uh, i did have a hard-hitting question all right that's not really true but it's regarding february 11th 2020 you post on a photo on instagram where you're donning a very nice outfit with kind of like flowing pants and a tan shirt and sunglasses and you have a hat on okay and matching by the way your shirt or your socks but my question is extremely deliberate by the way continue yes fair enough are those the most comfortable pants in the world <laughs> uh yeah i mean well mm- they are comfortable. I mean, the, okay. it's it's like a uh, kind of zippered fitted waist. It's you okay. know, so I'd say the leg part is pretty fun. You know, they're very wide and flowy, culotte like. But the waist is like you know, I would say more restrictive than jeans, but not as restrictive as like another type of dress pant. So uh, uh, okay. yeah, they're uh, but they're but they're comfortable. They're made by uh, some company called Ozma O Z M A. They make really good. Kind of like, I don't know. I feel like my signature style is like 
post-apocalyptic maternity wear, if I could describe it. <laughs> Just a lot of like earth tones, like oversized billowy linen and earth tones. Anyway, Ozma's yeah. great. They do a lot of that. So if you want those pants, check them out. <laughs> well, I mean, anything that both like to like that outfit, for example, of that's like, oh, that's really, really stylish. But I mean, I guess at least visually it looks so comfortable. It, like that's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. No, I um, I, I don't like wearing anything uncomfortable. So, yeah, I, I feel like I try to I don't know. Yeah, I try. I go for comfortable but stylish, I guess, in all my clothes. Again, I own so much linen. Like if even yeah. one, if one moth got into my apartment, I'd be done. <laughs> like it's just all linen. Linen is something like the like linen suit type situations and those lighter fabrics like i feel like i can't pull them off but i feel like it would also like make my life if i could pull one off like this is just my life now yeah this linen I mean, life because it, it looks so comfortable yeah you have to be okay with you know wrinkles and stuff but uh i i feel like when like you know the pandemic started and everyone's like ah, i gotta get more loungewear or sweatpants and i'm like i truly own almost only linen <laughs> like i'm fine <laughs> like yeah. yeah i've been preparing for this my entire life yeah I also, though, like when people started saying that about like more loungewear, I didn't lean into that out of just fear of like, well, I'm never going back. It's like if I would were to buy like a pair of pants with any kind of elastic waistband, I'm like, no, I need to, I need something to keep me in check because otherwise I, I will just go wild. Oh, see, I feel the other way. Like I want to wear a ball gown to like go to the grocery store when this is all over. Like I've been... I mean, honestly, one nice thing about uh, when I when I was in New York for, for a while, like, you know, I feel like when you are there, when you kind of step out of your apartment, you're sort of a little bit on display. And so I felt like I could kind of put together outfits and sort of yeah. wear interesting outfits for the day. Again, not that I was I wasn't hanging out with anyone, but like just like walking down the street. I'm like, oh, I want to like look good. Whereas here, yeah, it's just like linen, uh, linen overalls <laughs> in my apartment, and then just like athleisure outside, and no one sees me. But yeah, but when it's all over, I want to just like wear like you know a sequin jumpsuit to like work. I don't, okay, here's another thing. Historically speaking, you've been known as a quote big time snacker. Uh, I ha what? <laughs> okay, there you were on a podcast where you you called yourself a big time snacker. <laughs> <laughs> wait was it what podcast was it my own wait what was it no it was the podcast where it was talking about you being a picky eater oh with kelly and dan okay yes. yeah yes and i guess my question is like what's your favorite snack oh god i don't i mean i well i guess chocolate i don't know yeah uh yeah no i um i feel like i'm no longer a big time snacker um i've sort of been able to i don't know curb that a bit it was my big vice but uh yeah i don't know i wow i i forgot i did that podcast what am i what am i doing just saying these untrue things about myself on podcasts before i i wrote that down a big time snacker i i rewound it to make sure that was accurate <laughs> That's what it said. Now, granted, maybe I, I misjudged the tone, but big time snacker. You know what? At the time, was that like 2017, 2018? When was that? I think so. I think this may have been like pre you working the snackery out of it. Yeah, I think I, you know what? I Yeah, I, I admit it. I was a big time snacker. No, I would say no longer a big time snacker. Um, Rehabilitated. But, yes. <laughs> Are you a big hot sauce fan? Uh, I love hot sauce. I have. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, and so uh, half of my fridge is hot sauces because that's how you got to make things taste good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a. 
I mean, I guess I'm like running low on a lot of them, but I I truly have like a dozen hot sauces yeah. in my fridge. There's a wait. I, where are you located? This is a good question. I'm in Little Rock, <laughs> Arkansas. Oh, okay. Didn't expect that at all. Well, Fair so enough. then I guess you uh, don't live near the Grove in LA, uh, <laughs> but there's this like this kind of kiosk, uh, or I guess it's like a, a store in the farmers market near the near the Grove in LA that um. It's just, it's like a hot sauce store. Okay. Um, I guess that's not unique. I mean, every city has a hot sauce store. But um, anyway, I feel like I would occasionally go there and just like pick out a bunch of hot sauces and, you know, try them out. But I obviously haven't done that in a very long time now. But uh, yeah, I love hot sauces. I really like, have you had that uh, Aardvark one? It's like a Portland hot I have. Sauce. I really like that. Yeah, I feel like it's a good like all-purpose hot yeah. sauce. It's very good on like breakfast stuff. I feel like my controversial or maybe just bad hot sauce opinion is that I really like Tabasco and Frank's Red Hot, like more than say Cholula. I feel like everyone loves Cholula and I, I'm more of a Frank's Crystal Tabasco person. See, I love Crystal. I think Crystal's great. Oh, cr- I, lo- I, yeah, I love Crystal too. I guess Crystal and Frank's are like the same to me. Yeah, I think they're pretty comparable. I like that a lot. You know, like, I guess Crystal and like Louisiana hot sauce aren't that dramatically different, but I do like that taste quite a bit. Yeah, I think it tastes remotely like a buffalo wing. I That's what yeah. I want, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. I would say, what do you think is the most like pliable of the ones you think that are for it maybe? Aardvark is good. Yeah, I feel like a, you know, crystal type sauce is also very uh, versatile. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what I have right now. Um, yeah, I guess like a generic, like a vinegary one. I feel like you can kind of do anything with. But Aardvark, the Aardvark, is that like jalapeno? What's? I think so. Let me look that up, actually, because I'm curious now. I really like that. I also, oh, I like Cholula Chipotle. That's like a good one. And then I have, I have a Scotch Bonnet Pepper one, which is, as you know, very, very hot. Yeah, um, it's one of the hottest peppers, and you just you know kind of use that sparingly, um, but I do like that one. Um, I bought a few of the ones that have been featured on Hot Ones, the YouTube show. I should watch that, but I don't. I know of it, but yes, I've never it's it's seen a really it's a very clever, well done show. But I bought a few of the ones that were like you know because each one is like progressively hotter, and there's ones yeah. near the end include the the ones near the end include some that are truly like legitimately just engineered to blow you up like there is <laughs> not for a taste thing it has no practical application outside of like being a stunt now i just want to like look in my i'm just gonna very briefly look in my fridge okay <laughs> yeah i guess um i guess there weren't too many i was forgetting i have some like melissa's brand something that's okay and then obviously i have like sriracha uh which i consider less a hot sauce and more just like a condiment i feel like it's sort of I don't know. It's like more flavor than it is hot. It's always become like its own thing in yes. a weird way. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, oh, that uh, um, Fly by Jing brand uh, Chili Crisp. Oh, is that good? It's uh, it's very good. Yeah. It's like, um, God, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It's like a chili oil, like, but with this kind of crispy, I don't know, crispy, sweet. I mean, I don't know, chili crisp, I guess, is is, is the right term Oh, no, for it. Oh, okay, I've heard that's really good. Like, yeah. somebody's been telling me I need to try that. I don't know, yeah, I don't know how to describe, but it's just, like, sort of a, yeah, it's like a, it's a very, very good sort of hot condiment to put on a lot of things, and, uh, yeah, I enjoy that. I think it's, like, um, there's some, oh God, I don't know the name, but there's um, some, like, I guess, original sort of more authentic version of it that people love, and this was just marketed to me on Instagram. <laughs> I think it's, like, the... The, I've gotten uh, that. Yeah. It's the millennial Gen Z sort of like <laughs> friendly, like 
uh, you know, Instagram friendly version of it. Um, but yeah, it's so good. I need to try that. Like, I think that's the one or some version of that where they're like, try it on ice cream. Yes, that's the one. And I was like, well, that's fascinating. I'm sure that's interesting. Yeah, I'm now like looking up what that original one is called. It's um oh, uh, Lao Gan Ma. Uh, yes, okay. Yeah, that's, that's the one I think I originally heard of. Yes, yes, that people like swear by that, love that. I've never actually never had it. I've just had the Fly by Jing brand, and I I'm, I should try the uh, Lao Gan Ma. I really should. Yeah, I'm definitely like. Well, I love spicy stuff, but also this uh, just as a general sauce person, I'd rather have too much sauce than not enough because at least I can take that off as opposed to something being more dry and lacking i guess but spicy sauces though all about it yeah no i feel like um i now i feel like too much of this conversation has been about hot sauce but i really do uh it's <laughs> oh, good i really i i love hot sauce and i uh i feel like i you know every time you know whatever every meal or whatever i'm like oh which of my hot sauces should i put on this <laughs> yeah. the other day i think i just randomly bought like a barbecue sauce to try it i'm not even like a huge barbecue person mm-hmm. but there are more practical applications for like a barbecue sauce than I realized. I find barbecue sauce a little too sweet, generally. There's one here locally, or at least like an option at a local like barbecue type place that's more of like a mustard based. Oh. And I really like it. Like that's more of my thing as opposed to whatever, you know, I guess constitutes traditional barbecue sauce. Right. But something like that, you know, like you can really just add something to it that I just don't normally have, I guess. I don't know. I have a like a honey mustard hot sauce in my fridge right now that I feel like it's been sitting there for like a year and a half because I don't like love it. But very early on, one of my sort of attempted cooking misadventures uh, in, in during COVID was um, I was just trying to make a salad and I didn't have any dressing. And so I was like, oh, well, I like honey mustard dressing and I have this honey mustard hot sauce. And so I, I didn't put like as much as you'd put on if you had dressing, but like I just used this hot sauce as dressing and it was awful (laughs) i don't know what i was thinking but yeah i I basically just dressed a salad with uh honey mustard hot sauce and it was just uh truly terrible well the funny thing is though that that to me the idea of like a honey mustard hot sauce is so close enough of an approximation of a salad dressing that i'm like it's pretty hot is the problem okay (laughs) it was like i shouldn't have been using it at at dressing level it was more like a hot sauce with a side of salad yes Okay, fair enough. Also, it was like the wrong salad for it. I, it just was like a disaster. I think it was like kind of spinach and tempeh bacon and uh, avocado and tomato or something like that. But it was just was like the wrong thing. I feel like I would do that because I'd be like, but more in like a high pitched voice. Like, I can see that. I can see that working. Yeah, in my head, it made even now I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, no, it doesn't I, seem I, unreasonable. Yeah, but no, it never do that. Never use a hot <laughs> sauce as salad dressing. <laughs> now that the seed's planted, I'm going to end up doing that without... <laughs> thinking about it and then i'll be like oh yeah this this did not work at all that yeah. was a disaster I, if you have a mild enough one i guess you could you know pull it off maybe but yeah don't <laughs> with a like medium to spicy hot sauce don't use it as dressing yeah that's the thing that i know some people that like have just these iron stomachs and it's like it can't be hot enough and i definitely like like again like heat but at a certain point all i taste is hot and it doesn't do me any good yeah, I, I feel like I don't have that experience too much, but uh, yeah, no, I, I get that. I feel like I have a pretty high tolerance. I think maybe that's why I like, um, I don't know, it's not even that can be, I guess, but I like Indian food because of that combination of both heat, but it's still like hot, but it's controlled, relatively speaking. It doesn't blow you up, but it also just has a lot of good just combination of tastes. Yeah, I feel like un- unless I directly bite into some hot pepper, I'm never like, I don't know, that's never too much, but 
I'm sure one day I'll meet my match. I'll, I'll uh, uh, some pepper will, uh, some hot sauce will destroy me. Well, listen, and oh no, <laughs> you talked about your your not great adventure in your hot salad, but any other good cookings during all this? Oh, uh, no, I I don't cook. I'm bad at cooking. I have. I've barely attempted to really cook. For the first time, literally early last week, I tried a New York Times pasta recipe. Like, I really, yeah. I don't know. I I just do a lot of uh, delivery or like sort of buying frozen or pre-made stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really bad at cooking. I can really go into mindless eating of things just for the sake of like, it's one less thing. One less thing to think about. Uh, I'm not exactly like an eat for fuel person. But mm-hmm. also sometimes it's one less thing to think about. Yeah, I can see that. I Yeah, I feel like my entire day is me thinking about what am I going to have for dinner. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm definitely not a like, oh, I just want to get it in me kind of thing. I'm just like, I need to have a meal that will make me feel good. Yeah. I can't eat a lot during the day because then I feel like I get tired or I just can't function properly. So I'm not I have a big to eat. lunch person. I can't have a big lunch. Yeah, me lunch. neither. Once it's dinner and I don't feel beholden to have to function properly as a human, then I'm like, oh, okay, now I can eat as much as I want to at that point. Yeah. I feel like a big standby for me during the pandemic has been um, Amy's frozen spinach pizza. That's, uh, (laughs) I feel like I I break it up into a couple pieces, you know, and it's like dinner for two or three nights. It's it's pretty sad over here. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I mean, I'm not saying it's like, high art cuisine or something but there are some good frozen pizzas out there like i think yes both price wise but also i mean price wise yes obviously that's kind of like the game but there are some that are out there that are like genuinely good one that i actually really enjoyed was like the california pizza kitchen like the white with the spinach on it and i really liked it i feel like i in la i feel like there's uh i don't know like there's all these like well, pre-COVID, there are all these like fancy pizza pop-up things. I feel like, and during COVID, like one of them will sell them frozen, and so like I'll occasionally—I mean, they're pretty expensive—but I'll occasionally get frozen pizzas from this company called Lamora, and they're like you know, like that kind of blistered, burnt crust, a kind of like very flat, thin crust kind of you know margarita pizza. They're really good, but that's you know. I had several levels up from uh, Amy's frozen spinach pizza or a California pizza kitchen. You gotta treat yourself. Yeah. Have you ever tried, I, I think maybe they ship nationally, Table 87 frozen pizza? I've heard of that. What's the deal with that? How good are they too? It's like a, again, it's like another sort of like thin crust kind of New York kind of pizza, but they sell them for like kind of frozen, like vacuum packed frozen by the slice. Oh, okay. And yeah, you could probably get it shipped to you. They're really like you just you know put it in the oven for like 10 minutes and they're like honestly as good as from a pizzeria okay i'm very intrigued now is this what your listeners want to hear about like different frozen pizzas <laughs> why not it goes wherever it goes yeah. i've also heard about like i think gold belly i guess i don't know the fully comprehend what the service is but i think it's that they ship you things from famous places from cities around the country yes oh i yeah i've heard of gold belly i've never bought anything off of it um but i you know, I probably should. <laughs> I think it's intriguing. I can't imagine what the prices are, to be honest. But I don't know. I'm kind of fearful to open that website because I'd be like, oh, I can get a hot dog from Chicago. And then yeah, next thing I know, I'm, I got this singular hot dog that cost me like $45. Sure. I feel like Table 87 is more affordable, I think. Okay. But I don't. But again, again, it's very, I think, very good sort of like New York pizza um, frozen. Now I got to do chili sauce 
That I really want to try. Chili flake sauce, I guess it's called. Oh, um, that sounds good. That sounds that. Oh, I the want to oh try. the chili crisp. Yes, yes, chili, the chili yeah. crisp. Yeah, that sounds really good. And I got to get a piece of pizza shipped to me. Got to get a hot dog from Chicago. I got so many things I have to get now. Yeah, you know, I don't have any good way to wrap this show up. I'm always <laughs> bad at this. Thank you for your time. Oh yeah, no problem. I, I, I really feel like I it. just I I don't know if this was anything. I mostly just said that I don't read and I'm eating frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, well, first of all, I brought up the hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that is me, and we started off by me saying smile instead of smilf. <laughs> so that's okay. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Is there anything, if anything at all, uh, you want to point people toward? I, you know, I guess follow me on Twitter if you don't already. Um, I mean, that sounded gross. I don't mean like I assume <laughs> no. the. I just mean like yes. if you don't already follow me, then yeah, why not follow me? I mean, everything I worked on got so delayed. I feel like nothing is out. There's nothing to promote for a while. I have a couple things I worked on coming out later this year, but it's okay. like not for a while. I don't think. Yeah, no, no, nothing to promote. Just, just my Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Harley Quinn's out there on HBO Max now. Oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Harley Quinn, yeah. Now it's not behind the DC paywall. But yeah, thank you again. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll plug some more things. Also on HBO okay. Max, you can watch first season of Aquafina's Nora from Queens. Oh, yeah, I've I need to watch wrote that. wrote on season two, which again, hasn't come out yet, but watch season one. It's on there. I need to watch that. She's very funny. And I've heard the show's great, so. Yeah, it's, it's like she's so funny. The show's great. Yeah, check it out. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. Please take care. Please wear a mask or a seven. Please uh, lead with empathy and be kind to yourself and take care. Bye. Bye.